You are listening to a Harbinger Studios podcast. Hello, and welcome back to Creator Conversations. This is a podcast where I interview streamers and other creators about what they do, why they do it, and much more. If any of you don't know me, I am T-Rex or Troy, and I stream at twitch.tv slash T-Rex. That's T-W-R-E-C-K-X underscore. For this episode, we have your new favorite streamer, Jimbo. If you don't know Jimbo, you need to. He is one of my favorite streamers and is one of the best on the platform. He has effects that you won't find anywhere else and is incredibly kind and friendly. The way he talks and interacts with chat is so fun. His stream is the most welcoming community on the internet, and Jimbo is so relatable, you'll feel like you've been his friend for years after being in his stream for five minutes. I urge you to find his stream and support him on his journey. You can find him on Twitch at J-I-M-B-0. This podcast is bi-weekly, and I will try to keep up with that schedule to the best of my ability. If you have any recommendations for creators you would like to see on the podcast, tweet us at creatorconvopod on Twitter. If you enjoy the podcast, we ask you to tell one friend who you think would find some enjoyment or interest in this. If you tweet at us, we'll mention you on the show. Once again, that is creatorconvopod on Twitter. Thank you all for listening, and let's get into this interview with Jimbo. Welcome to uh, Creator Conversations. This week we have a wonderful streamer, uh, Jimbo. How are you, man? Howdy. I'm doing all right. How are you? I'm great. I'm great. Um, how about you tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do? Um, well, I I guess I stream on Twitch. I play video games, uh, a different variety of them. I like horror games and uh, Stardew Valley and that kind of stuff, uh, along with I, I just started Dark Souls. I'm in Dark Souls three right now in the dlc and uh i like barbecue and puns and uh just kind of having a good time <laughs> you you live in texas right so you love the yes. barbecue yeah i do that's awesome um where does your what's the origin of your name so <laughs> it's that's a that's a good question because um i've i've had this i've had this for a long time i used to play i used to play counter-strike uh and i played semi-competitively and i had a i had a an actual name my actual name was like was silence or like silencer i don't remember and i remember i wanted to go incognito one time because we had a server that uh that we ran and i i i had just seen the movie hackers and i was like okay we have to have a cool hacker name and it's got to have you know a number in it like the like the lead speak and so i made <laughs> jimbo which uh, ironically is actually closer to my real name which is james and and to, so i could like mess with my friends and stuff and uh and it just i've had it ever since and i guess i made a twitch account way back in 2008 and it just it stuck around so that's just kind of how it how it's how it's always been that's awesome have you been streaming since 2008 oh no not at all actually uh i didn't even watch twitch until about maybe a year and a half ago i don't know if i had to create the account to watch like a counter-strike event or something or because this was during justin tv um when when i created the account i don't i don't remember why i did it or if i got some special thing or if i i i was interested in it at the time but i i never i never really clicked with twitch until until about 2 years ago i guess so what made you what made you come to twitch was it like a certain streamer or well not not specifically a streamer it was actually it was actually the game pubg um so i was at work and we actually just had a bunch of layoffs and all everybody i work in a little production production studio uh doing video editing and our whole team was kind of wiped out and i was i was still there 
and I was ex- extremely lonely. And this new this new PUBG game came out. I was like, well, this is interesting. And I didn't have a PC at the time. I kind of let my PC lapse, and I've been playing consoles for a few years. And I was like, well, I want to see what this game's all about. I've, I hear so much about it, and I just started watching people, and I kind of kind of got plugged into a couple communities there, and I realized that because I, I was always like of the of the mindset, why would I watch somebody else play video games when I could just play video games myself? Yeah. But then I was in a position where I, I couldn't play video games. You know, I didn't have the hardware. I didn't, and I was at work. And I started watching these people and, and realized that it's, it's really just like these, these chat rooms with this, with this streamer that's kind of facilitating the conversation. And, and there's like real people to connect with. And it kind of, it was really kind of important, I guess, in that time of my life. And it just kind of, it just kind of stuck with it. That's awesome. Um, did you... So what made you transition from watching people to wanting to stream yourself? Well, so um, as a, I, I guess I've, you know, I, I do video stuff and I have a, a, a big creative drive. And with my job kind of not fulfilling that anymore, uh, I had done some video blogs back in the, in the day when, in college and stuff. And I was like, well, I, I could just use the stream as like a creative outlet. And if I could help other people the way that, that people have helped me, I think it would be like a win-win. And so I just decided to, to take the plunge and, and kind of use that as the as the basis for for getting back into some creative work. Yeah, yeah. So did you start as a a PUBG streamer? <laughs> not not particularly, but I, I definitely did play PUBG at the time because you know a lot of, of a lot of the friends that I made they they still played it, and I I gave it a shot. Uh, streaming shooters is not something that I, I, for one I'm a different person when I play shooters, and uh, and and two it's a lot more difficult I feel like to engage with people um playing something like that yeah i i totally agree so what is your um what's your like history with video games as a whole Ooh. um well i so my dad is a he was a big nerd too and so like when we were growing up we i i'm i'm a little bit older and so like i grew up in the 80s and so we had uh atari systems and um and then we got the nes and and we had I guess with my dad, we had always just been around computers or, or the early type of computers, and we just always had been playing games. I remember there was this, there was a, a a computer called the Atari ST. It was like this. It, it, it wasn't quite like a computer; it couldn't do a whole lot of stuff. But there was a game called MIDI Maze that you could play and hook up with other computers using the MIDI port, which is a sound port on the mm-hmm. on the computer. And it was like this, uh, it was basically like a, a rudimentary, rudimentary first-person shooter where you, <laughs> you, you go around this maze as this giant smiley face sphere and you see other people and you shoot, you shoot little balls at people. And it was so much fun. And uh, I don't know, we, 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 I just, we, just, we just always grew up. I had a brother and we would always play uh, Nintendo together. And it's just always been a part of my, it's one of those hobbies that I've, I've always, I've never not done it i guess yeah that's awesome do you have a favorite video game oh man that's so difficult uh, <laughs> uh it's very i'm very indecisive when it comes to the, one of the, the the one game that i think i could potentially say is is okami um really for the, yeah for the playstation 2 it's, it's always been up there for me it's been very special uh i love the art style the music the gameplay i like the zelda type games action adventure type games were like mm-hmm. a big a big thing for me um and that was like the last i feel like like the last of that genre that i that i played and loved now they've kind of transitioned to something like you know horizon zero dawn 
mm-hmm. and, and these open world type type games that I think is is kind of like my new type of favorite genre. Yeah, um, yeah. But man, yeah, I just I just have so I just have like a list and I, I can never yeah. put them in order, you know. Yeah, I feel that. Have you played Breath of the Wild? I have played Breath of the Wild. Um and and I I've, I think I have like 170 hours in it, but I've I've never beat it. I've oh never, my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I never beat Ganon because I never really wanted it to end. So I, I like yeah. I remember getting to, to the castle and I'm just like, well, I guess I'll just take a break and I just, <laughs> back to it. just never went back. Yeah. I yeah, I never went and fought Ganon until I got the uh, the, the hero's tunic or whatever. Yeah. It's 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 funny. Yeah. I don't know. So you working as a a video editor probably gave you some some chops in the streaming world before you started streaming, yeah. I mean, in some ways, yes. I feel streaming is is interesting and a challenge because it's it's a different animal because you do things live, right? Yeah. But you yeah you can kind of plan ahead and have assets ready to go. It's just it's and it's been a lot. It's been very fulfilling trying to mix those two worlds together. Yeah. So um, you do a lot of uh, like stream effects and stuff on your stream. Um, how do you come up with those like ideas? Um, actually, so I'm inspired by a lot of other people. Um, mm-hmm. So I remember seeing um, a, one of the, the PUBG guys that I watched. Uh, his name was the only DZ. He had him like he had this explosion thing that that blew him up. And, uh, and I saw that and I was like, that, that's actually really, that's actually really neat. And, and I wanted to do something similar to that. And then I, so I came up, the first one that I ever did was this poof effect with the yeah, yeah. bomb that, uh, that pops up and then the chair spins around. And that's, you know, that's like classic, I think, animation, uh, principles when you see something happen and, you know, they're not, they're not there anymore. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of influence from, from movies and, and, and TV shows and, and things like that, that. Um, but I mean, when I, if I see someone do something cool, it's like, I, I immediately start thinking about how, how I could do something that's, that's similar or in the same vein, put my own spin on it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I have to ask with the, the poof effect and your other effects, how do you do them? Because I know people type in chat, right? They use the exclamation mark and then whatever effect, right. but I'm, I'm, I'm guessing you don't have Nightbot or any bot program to do it. Right. Well, actually, you can do it through. So I use Streamlabs Chatbot, and there with with OBS Studio, there's a there's a WebSocket plugin that you can get that lets you uh, basically re- remote control things. And then there's a there's a Python script that you can put in the chatbot that that actually does the the, the hard work for you. Um, so there's a there's a little bit of a, of technical work that you have to do in order to to get it set up, but then it and there's i've actually we're working on maybe being able to do it soon with the actual integrated channel points um but there's some more work that we have to do um i'm working with with some buddies of mine um delth and noom um and we're there's a there's a lot of there's a lot of untapped potential in twitch yeah right? totally it, ha- it hasn't been around too long right yeah and uh and so it's been it's been fun trying to figure out ways and of course a lot of this stuff although the python script you know someone had already done before mm-hmm. but, but it's um it's very simple and there's a lot of improvements that could be made but there's there's not a whole lot of people i guess that are are working on this stuff so mm-hmm. it's a lot of trial and error so is it it is controlled by chat then yes it is and is it just like a is it a scene change triggered by a chat command 
Exactly. Yeah. So okay. there's actually so and this is again, this is like rudimentary stuff when I, I that I was working on when it first came out. And I think there's better ways to do it now, but essentially it's three different scenes. Um, and then the, the scene transitions are, are covered by stingers that mm -hmm. to make it kind of look seamless. So there's a starting starting screen and then it transitions to a, a an intermediate scene that holds there for about 15 seconds and it transfer, transfers back to a separate one. It, it technically could go back to the first one, but the, the way stingers worked, uh, it was it was more difficult to go back to the, the original. So yeah. I had to make a new one. There's a there's another plugin. There's so many great plugins for OBS. <laughs> there's a one called a transition matrix. And you can yeah. set up to like from one scene to one scene, you can have a completely different transition than from one scene to a to the to the same scene, but from somewhere else. It, it's it's really hard. It's difficult to to kind of wrap because the interface. Yeah, kind of I I use the uh, the transition matrix. Okay, yeah. So you it's know, a it's a great plugin. Yeah. Um, so essentially, you could just have a home a home scene where everything goes back to. And I, I'm working on setting that up, but it's a lot of work with uh, with a lot of different scenes going on. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of technical doodads and doohickeys behind the scenes of OBS that that get complicated fast. Oh yeah, for sure. Because I mean, a lot of because the, the plugins are all third party, right? So like anybody can make them, and totally you don't, you don't know where they're coming from. Yeah. You don't know what how they're affecting with stuff, so I, I get kind of nervous sometimes. I don't want my whole OBS to yeah yeah blow up. Yeah, I w I I was imagining that you would just see the chat message and then press a button on your macro board or whatever. So which brings me to another question: um, like, do you use a macro board? I I have a Stream Deck. Uh, yeah, for sure. I think it's it's one of those things that the the hardware itself is not the most. I, I wish it was a little bit better, but like the, the, the software that comes with it that lets you do multi-actions and yeah, all this yeah. other stuff is just so invaluable. Yeah, I agree. I wish I could use that uh, software on like a, like a mechanical exactly. macro board. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the, the mushy switches is like my biggest. My yeah, biggest. yeah. Yeah, because I, I misclick things or like double-click stuff a lot. Um, yeah. Because it's not a, there's not a mechanical switch in there. Yeah. I have the same problem. Um, so you're, I, I feel like you're really good at um, talking and like keeping the ball rolling on, sh on stream while you're, while you're playing and while you're distracted. And I feel like that's a very invaluable uh, skill to have as a streamer. Do you have any tips for other streamers uh, to be, be good at keeping the, the ball rolling? It's, it's interesting because it's one of those things that I'm always like trying to be better at, but I never feel like I'm really that good you know mm -hmm. because there's always going to be like a, a lull in chat well not always but i mean there's often yeah. lulls in chats and stuff that i feel like i'm doing something wrong but i just think about like how i watch streams and i'll watch people and and oftentimes i'm doing something else or i have them in the background and just hearing hearing that that person talk like is 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 what kind of keeps me listening anyways i may not be talking um, but when I'm, when I'm watching, I, I, Space Shark is a great example of this. Space Shark is always talking and I yeah. think she does a better job than I do of like keeping <laughs> things going. And, um, at first I, the, the, as far as tips go, as when I was first starting to get, try to get better at this, I would always just, even if it's just simple enough, just explaining what you're doing in the video yeah. game or like what you are planning on doing, or like just always just talking through your process, like getting used to to just 
speaking out loud, even if there's nobody in chat, is like step number one because that's that's a very difficult skill. <laughs> because I, if I'm playing a video game, I'm on my own. I'm just zoning out. Completely, yeah. Right. And and so like just getting into the habit of of explaining like, oh, I, I need to go here. I wanted to pick up this item, so let's go over there and do this. You know, it's just simple stuff. Like, and then you'll find out that maybe as you do that something will come up that you want to talk to. I mean, we talk about food a lot on my stream. Mm -hmm. um, and I love talking about food. And I love talking about movies. We had a big movie discussion the other day. And it just comes up organically a lot of times. Um, but if, if there isn't anything organic, like you have to be the one that creates it. So you just have to talk. Yeah. And I feel like, I feel like keeping chat rolling is a, is a whole new beast when you have no one in chat. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's really hard for new new streamers to start out by having conversations with themselves because there's no one in chat to talk to. And I feel like right. that's one of the harder parts of starting on Twitch. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I feel like I feel like there's a lot of preliminary work that I would recommend people doing before even starting. And I feel mm -hmm. like that the, the big thing is just to get plugged into a community because if you make friends with folks, if you start hanging out with other people and then you, and then you decide to start streaming, if you, yeah. those, those connections, those people will want to come hang out and watch you yeah, and it'll make things a lot easier. Um, Absolutely. I, I, I had done that to, to a, a point, not, not to the point to where I feel like the communities that I'm in now are just are much more active and, and, in, involved than than the ones that I was in when I started, but it was enough of a of of a start to have people there that that know you already yeah. because it's it's very difficult just to start from nothing and and I, I feel like that that personally that kind of cuts out a lot of what I think Twitch is is good at and that's connecting people. Yeah. So totally. So. Um, this kind of rolls into another question of like, uh, how do you approach your personality on stream? Are you yourself, like, un like totally and unconditionally yourself, or or do you have limitations, or like before you stream, do you have to like amp yourself up? That's that's I mean, these are really good questions. Um, because I I feel like everyone's going to be a little bit different. You know, some people yeah, yeah. you take someone, you take someone. That, that is really outgoing, like they want to crank it up to 11, right? They take yeah. their own personality and they just, they amplify it a little bit. I, I feel like there's certain things that I definitely want to amplify, but there's, there's some stuff that I try to hold back on a little bit. I don't, I don't like cursing on stream mm -hmm. as much, um, mainly because I, I curse enough, I guess, um, when I'm playing and I, I don't want that to be, I want to be more articulate. And sometimes if I allow cursing, I just fall into like, I'll just have a string of just expletives and it doesn't really, it doesn't really sound interesting to me or it just, it's kind of lazy. Yeah. And so I, I try to, to hold some of that stuff back so that I can be a little bit more creative when, when yeah, talking yeah. about stuff. Um, so, but I, I mean, I try to be, I just want to try and be as genuine as possible, right? Like it's just, we're just a bunch of friends hanging out, playing games on the couch together and just our couch is really big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so do you, is there like a, any, um, is it hard sometimes when you have like a, uh, like a hard day, is it hard to come on to stream and not, uh, push that negativity onto others? Uh, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's definitely days where I just, I don't even feel like I don't just don't want to stream, you know, mm -hmm. just like I'm not in the headspace. Like I'm a very introverted person and it takes a lot of energy to go live and just talk to people 
for yeah. five, six hours. Um, and sometimes you just don't want to do it. Um, and like to be, to be, to be fair, I guess, to be honest, like this last, I guess, few months has been like a, a big learning process for me of like, how much do I want to, to push myself to stream anyways? And how much do I really want to like take a break and finding that balance? Yeah. Um, has been a struggle, but it's also been very enlightening, I guess. Yeah. And you, you talked about how you, uh, you mentioned that you stream for five to six hours. Um, is that like a set number or do you just sit down and stream for however long you feel like? I, I try to have it as a set number. Like mm-hmm. my, my general schedule is about, you know, 3, 3 p.m. to 9 p.m. my time. But sometimes we'll go late if I'm fighting a boss or something. And sometimes I'll just, I'll get hungry and I want to end early. Um, it, it, so it's, it's kind of like a, a general thing, but it, it, I try to be as flexible as possible because I want to, um, I want to be able, I want to be able to take those those long streams sometimes, or or cut it short if I need to. I think that's important yeah. to not be so rigid with this stuff. But that's just, I guess, it's just for me. Yeah. Do you ever get like two to three hours into your stream and you're just like not feeling it? I don't. Sometimes, like, I, but usually it's like a like I I've gotten like a headache before and I like mm-hmm. I wanted to end, but like to be to be fair, most times I would say like streaming would improve my mood and like that's awesome um some you know there are times that i guess like when i play like when if i'm playing like a new game and i could tell like just like people aren't into it i'm just like yeah you know this is this is a little bit of a of struggle it's a little bit of a slog and um and then it's like it's like i have to make a decision do, do i pivot do we you know do we play another game do i do i end early do we just stick it out yeah you know yeah there, it's, you have to make a decision at some point i guess yeah do you do anything else on Twitch um, other than like game? Do you do you ever just sit and like talk about things in like a just chatting screen, or do you like any any other creative outlets on stream? Um, well, I've I've done a couple. Uh, we did a we did a, a fast food ranking stream one time <laughs> <laughs> where we took all the fast food outlets and, and had a tier list and stuff. I I like that stuff. I definitely want to do more. Yeah. Um, I did an OBS tutorial thing one time as well, where I walked through some of the effects and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd like to do some more, some of the, some of the stuff like that, but I don't, I'm not an expert with this stuff. It's like, yeah. you know, like I feel like because this OBS stuff, like a lot of it is very, I feel like it's cobbled together as best as I know how. And I don't know if I, if telling other people how I do it is actually helping them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you know? So, um, I always get worried with with tutorial type stuff, but um, it's definitely I definitely like talking to people about things and sharing knowledge that I have. So I think that yeah, would be, that would be fun. I think I I think I saw you do like an After Effects tutorial once, maybe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, in that we walked through a little bit of After Effects and then a little bit of the uh, the OBS integration mm-hmm. stuff. But um, After Effects is a big. Uh, I love I love that program. So yeah, much. it's a great program. Do you do you use it much on stream, like in OBS? No, I mean, well, I mean, I use it to create certain certain things, but like, yeah, I, I've never like the the one time that the only time that I streamed it was was during that tutorial thing. So I have it's hard for me to work 
again because I feel like, I feel like a lot of my process is like fumbling through things and like yeah, feeling yeah. until I get it right. No, totally. I don't know if that's like a uh, if that's like a process that I want people to be able to see. Yeah. You know, I don't know. I I feel like I feel like that is um how you learn. Like you have to do things wrong four times before you do it right once. Yeah. No, that's. I think that I agree with that too. Um, yeah. So on stream, um, I've heard some different opinions about this topic, and I, I, I just want to get your take. Do you, do you read chat messages out loud, or do you just read them in your mind and then respond to them on stream? Ooh, I'm, I'm, I'm curious what other people say because. Yeah. I, I kind of, I, I will sometimes and I, I won't other mm-hmm. times. And I don't really have a set mindset when it comes to it. I don't, because a lot of, again, if you think about what the, what the viewer is actually listening to, if they're just listening and they can't see you, you know, saying, saying things out loud would help them understand yeah. what's going on. But that's also a lot of time that, yeah, to, to, to be able to to regurgitate that and then and then respond and sometimes I just want to be able to to respond directly. Yeah, yeah. So I don't know. I, I had that, yeah. I had knackers on here uh for the last episode and he was of the opinion that uh like if you have one idea and then it's interjected by a chat message, it's really jarring of like the tone switch. Mm-hmm. Like if you if you just hit like a really a crazy shot in PUBG or something, and then you immediately switch to like a monotone reading of a chat message. <laughs> it's yeah, it's, it's jarring. And I guess a lot of times, like we'll have maybe a couple different conversations going at once, and so like reading messages out that kind mm-hmm. of swap back and forth between a couple of different things. I mean, and some people are just coming in for the first time. Yeah, you know, and like I don't know. I feel like it's it's difficult for me. But if someone wants says like a, a long a longer message like sometimes i'll want to read that out loud yeah totally i don't know it really just depends or if like chat is moving fast and there's a lot of moving parts mm-hmm. yeah how do you feel about Streamlabs obs okay um i okay there's i have a lot of thoughts about this yeah yeah um i think so it's it started out as like this kind of really user-friendly type thing right like mm-hmm. if you don't have because it has built-in overlays and stuff like this right like yeah yeah um and it, and it seemed really it seemed really helpful for for newer people that maybe don't have the time or or energy or know-how to to do some of this other stuff um i'm i i don't like it as a whole based on the fact that it doesn't allow third-party plugins like yeah. obs does and they're I get it because it's a business decision because they have this app store now where you can get the functionality that you want to, but you have to pay for it. Yeah. And to be honest with you, I'm worried because I feel like, like Streamlabs, we, we've been talking about this with the people I've been, we've been working on, on some alert stuff with is that Streamlabs chatbot hasn't been updated in, I don't know, six months or something. I feel like you're going to have to, there's going to be a subscription service that you're, service that you're going to have to pay for. I think Streamlabs mm. is, is monetizing a lot of stuff. And not yeah. to say that's not bad, because um, I think they do have some quality stuff. I think, um, I think it's, they're just moving towards a different model. And it, it's not one, I don't know. I like, I like that OBS is open. Yeah. And I like, I like that it feels more 
it feels friendlier to me as a as a creator. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What does what does Streamlabs chatbot offer that other chatbots don't? Mainly is the script support. Um, that's the, the really the only reason. There's there's another program. I think there's another bot. I think it's DeepBot that re- that allows you to have um, the script support to do the chat stuff. But I think you had at one point when I looked at it, you did have to pay for it uh, mm-hmm. a monthly service. Which again, it's not paying for for this stuff is not bad. Um, I don't I don't want because I think we we also talk about because I think I think these are valuable um, assets that that people are are giving. But it just there's a this was a free version and I felt like I, I don't know. I, I liked, I liked the bot. Um, and I think it, I think it has some good integration. I think the UI is kind of interesting. I think there's a lot of, I don't know. There's a lot of missed triggers and, and, and other stuff that happens with Streamlabs that I think can be annoying, but I see we don't have a lot of options, I guess. Totally. There's, I think I, I started with, um, can't remember which bot I had, but it was it was a pain, and I had to update it manually every time, and I had to go into a command line and do all this. Stuff. It was just my gosh. Yeah, it was. Uh, I can't I can't remember the name of it. It was so long ago too. So, so do you do you code at all? I do not, but my buddy Stealth does, and so um, we work together to try and create some stuff if we if we have to. Cool. Um, it's one of the things that I wish I I knew how to do at least. Yeah. Just, at a base level because I was not expecting streaming to have so much coding involved, right? Totally. Like, but there's a ton that you could do. Um, yeah. With JavaScript, CSS, HTML, like any of those three um, you can use to, to make alerts. Uh, Python, if you want to make these these uh, chatbot scripts and stuff like that. There's, And it's just, I don't know, man, the, the time to, to learn that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah, you got you already got streaming to learn, you know. Right, exactly. That's 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 enough, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, how do you feel about like other social media platforms in tandem with streaming, like mostly Twitter? Right. Um. So I am I am learning that Twitter is extremely extremely beneficial. Um. I feel like that's where most of stream outside stream interactions happen Mm -hmm. um i've seen i I don't know it's hard to say like how directly integrated it is but because i feel like there's a lot of people that can that are are successful on twitter but aren't able to to carry that over into twitch and then i think there's people that actually do it because at, at the end of the day like being a content creator requires you to create content and if you're just creating content when you're live you're missing out on a whole nother section but yeah that also means that there's more time and energy that you have to spend in order to, to do that and i feel like there's already enough time and energy just just for streaming so it's like do you outsource it or do you do you go do you go crazy and and and, and do it all yourself you know like yeah um like some stuff for me with video editing i feel like i'm i'm comfortable enough that i can do things relatively quickly um but sometimes it takes me a while or sometimes I just don't have the, the time that I want to spend to make it as good as I want, you know? Mm-hmm. So like trying to wrestle that and, and, and I guess balance everything is, 
is is difficult because like you said streaming streaming is is enough time as, as it is. <laughs> yeah yeah and i'm just i don't feel like i'm very good at social media like as an introvert like i feel the I'm, same i'm a lurker most of the time i'll, <laughs> yeah. I'll like it but talking to people uh yeah so so as a video editor do you ever make content like video content i I've yes, not as much as I I want to. Like I I made this little Dark Souls compilation that was a lot of fun to me, but again, like I get really self conscious about this stuff, you know, because it's like I make this content. Like, was this is this something that people? Because I feel like when you make video content, you're competing with every cat video, every cute totally. video, you know, like all that stuff. I was like, this is not nobody's gonna want to <laughs> watch this over a Baby Yoda, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I I immediately get get very uh, I, I i just i i just i i cancel a lot of projects because of that you know yeah but i need to just i know i i watch other people's stuff too i mean there's some great moments when people some stuff happens um on stream for people and i love watching that stuff so i just again i have to just kind of remind myself that it's probably okay it's, not as, it's probably okay yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's awesome how do you feel about going live tweets Ooh, man. T-Rex, you've done this before, haven't you? You know what you're doing. Once or twice. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Uh, yeah. No, it's uh, because I feel like there's so much situational here. Um, because I think it's, I, I remember one time I went, I went live on, on Twitch. And I, this is before I did Discord notifications and, and Twitter stuff. And I had people come, come to me and be like, hey, I didn't get your, your, your going live notification. I was, it was, I kind of depend on those and and some people so realizing that some people like use that to kind of gauge when when someone goes live or I, I feel like there's no reason not to do them I realize I don't really want a whole Twitter full of them mm -hmm. so I, I think there's some other practices some people some people delete them after they after mm, they're, they're done streaming. I think that's a, a, a decent idea that I've, I've been considering but then also I kind of like keeping that stuff too I'm, I'm kind of a hoarder and if i have like this you know going live tweet that a bunch of people liked or commented maybe or even has like a nice little gif it's just like I don't yeah know if, uh, if i want to get rid of that um i think i think it should be definitely absolutely absolutely supplemental to to other content um totally. i think it's it's another another way to get people to because i mean retweets and stuff like you never know who's going to check a retweet and and just be like just check it out. So I feel like there's no reason not to, mm -hmm. but it should def definitely not be the the soul of the content on that platform. Yeah, which is I feel like I struggle with that. Like, same. I mean, obviously, yeah. if I don't, I don't want to look at my Twitter feed and just see. <laughs> it could be yeah, like the yeah. last three tweets could be that. Um, so I feel like there's so much content to be created and so many things to wrap your head around as a new streamer. How, like, what advice would you have to someone new um, with all of this information overload of streaming? Like, yeah. where should they start to keep from being totally overwhelmed? Ooh. Um, that's, I feel like, well, I don't know. That's, that's tough because I feel like it's yeah. going to be overwhelming no matter what. Yeah. Um, I think, I mean, just kind of try to boil stuff down make things simpler right like mm -hmm. you find what kind of 
I feel like it being, whenever I start a creative project, I start with inspiration, right? Like I'll go do mm-hmm. research. Um, I'll find out things that people that have been successful in, in what, what I want to do in the past. Like, how do they do that? Like, what are they, what kind of style are they doing? What kind of, what kind of, uh, kind of programs are they are they using like you know what kind of um just just a lot of mood board stuff research whatever so like you know find streamers Mm -hmm. that you like you know what do you like about them that that they're welcoming that they're really good at the game you know like that kind of stuff yeah i feel like you take that information and realize like well how what can i do to either be like them or to be set apart from them you know Mm -hmm. and and I feel like you just kind of build up from there. And, you know, like I, I was inspired, like one of the big, the big streamers, you know, I did, I don't watch a lot of big streamers cause it's, I feel like it's hard to interact with them, but like totally co carnage was a big influence just because how pleasant he was. Right. Like here I am. He's, he's very, and he's very normal. He's, I mean, not normal. He's, he's, he feels like a regular guy. And to mm-hmm. me, that was important. It was different than watching somebody that was really good at the video game that was playing robotically. Yeah. Like, it's very impressive to watch, but, like, not something that I would want to hang out with. I was like, this is somebody that I would like to hang out with, you know? And and so, like, that was important to me to kind of just try and just be genuine instead of trying to practice and be really good at a game. Um, and so, like, I, I, I feel like that is, like, the starting point, and then you, and then you start doing the other work. Like, what what kind of game do you want to play? Yeah. Um, Cause I feel like a lot of people, a lot of people, I think the biggest misconception about streaming is that all you have to do is, is play the game. Right. Mm-hmm. And so many people just, they go live and they just, they just play the game hoping that people come in. And, and I think there's a lot more to it. And it's like, you can't just play the games that you want to play. Unfortunately. I mean, you can, but yeah. like, I feel like there's a big, there's a lot of, there's a lot of strategy that you can that you employ there if you can find a middle ground. Like for for me, finding games like Hollow Knight that have a lot of a, a decent amount of viewership, but it's definitely in the same vein of the game that I like, but it's not super saturated. Like that's that's a good starting point, right? Yeah. I don't want to just jump in. Like obviously, with I liked playing PUBG, but I knew that I I wasn't going to be a PUBG streamer, nor did I really want to be. Yeah. Um. And then, and then the last thing I think is just, you just do it, right? You just, you just go live and see what yeah. works and, and, and practice. So when, before you play a game, do you look at what kind of people are watching? Not what kind, but like how many and like what other streamers are there? Um, I do. I, I feel like that's very important, but I feel like it's not, again, I feel like there's a balance, right? You, you have, you have growth streams, like streams like that, where it's like, okay, this is, um, there's this many people watching. If I were to play this, given my average numbers, I would be at this point in the directory, right? Like mm-hmm. that, I think that's, that's valuable research, but you don't have to do that all the time. I think it's important to sometimes play games that, you know, you don't, it doesn't matter who else is playing them or if like, cause you're, maybe your community wants to, to see them anyways. Like, um, and, and, and maybe you want to, I feel like maybe, lean heavily more heavily towards the growth the growth type of of game that you yeah. you see but to keep the other ones so you don't lose you don't go insane you know trying to just 
to just always be um, be playing the right thing. Yeah. And you also mentioned that this like idea of um, watching someone and getting inspired by them and and uh, taking ideas from them. And I, I feel like this is a very interesting topic and a lot to unpack here of like where does someone need to start being like original? Mm-hmm. Like how important is, is originality in the streaming world? I, I think it I think it is important, but I feel like it's also very difficult. And I feel like yeah. especially if you don't know exactly like what type of creator you're going to be. Yeah. It's really hard to just be like to jump in. So I feel like you have to start somewhere. Right. And then and then. Yeah. After you've done it a, a, a little bit, you're like, OK, well, I really like I really feel like I could be good at. And maybe teaching or maybe doing tutorial or maybe just chatting is like, you know, or mm-hmm. like doing these like I, I've seen people do game shows, you know. Yeah. Like game shows are more they're kind of on the original side, like not a, a whole lot of people have been doing them, but I've seen them. Uh I think D D kind I think uh Critical Role was a, a big, Oh totally. Yeah. A big influence for D D people. And I feel like that at the time was the 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 amount of production they have was extremely original and the, mm-hmm. the stories that they were able to tell. And I feel like, but like it had to start somewhere, right? They had to start with just a love of D and D. And I feel like, I don't know, like if you're going to do something new, you've, you've, you just got to do it and then, and then you can kind of find your way. Yeah. But. And I, I think, I think, um, a lot of bands start as cover bands, you know? Mm-hmm. I but I I feel like this idea of originality is is something that's important, but it's really scary to new people. You know, like I feel like there's a lot of validity in in just starting. Like I don't think you should be too afraid of not being original to do it, but you should also want to be original. I I I totally agree with that because I, I and because you even just like finding little little ways to kind of to stand out is yeah. is, is important. Um, yeah. And and I think you won't, I mean, you could find that, I guess, just kind of thinking about it and, and watching, but I feel like it's just much easier and much more organic if, if you just jump in first. Totally. Yeah. So where, where did, where, what was your, like the beginning of your streaming like? Um, <laughs> it's funny because like, I thought that I had like done enough mental preparation and like research and stuff it's like okay i you know i'd I'd watched a few streams i've been watching i watched streams for about six months or so before i started streaming myself Mm -hmm. and so i was like well i i i see this you know this person does this i want to do this differently and and that's the thing is like i guess i could i thought so much about how i was going to be original not like completely original but like how i was going to do things the way i wanted to and set myself apart and then of course i go live and like i realize that I don't know. I don't know what the hell I'm doing at all. And I'm just like fumbling through, and I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm way worse than even the people that I thought I could do better at. You know, because again, I feel like I mean, streaming is a skill. It's not just something that you. I mean, some people are more naturally inclined to do it. I think some people might have more natural charisma. Yeah, um, stuff that I feel like I can never like actually get better at or learn. Um, but practicing it and and learning it is is really the only way to to get better yeah yeah so how do you handle technical difficulties on stream Ooh. (laughs) (laughs) um before i would get really 
disheartened. And if it's if it's something that's out of your control, like like internet, yeah, I, I, I it's just be defeated. And, and sometimes <laughs> I just have to give up, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Um, other times, like so, I had a problem. I can't remember what it was, and I just I used it as a like something in OBS broke. And I just, mm-hmm. I just tried to use it as like, well, here, this is, and we just would fix it live and just kind of go through. And interesting, and, yeah. Um, I've seen people, one of the, their alert broke, and their alerts, and they had some really crazy alerts, and they they recreated them themselves, and like you know, did the the whole. I think, I think, just accept that they're going to happen, and mm-hmm. use it as a as a as another way to to create content is because you're always, and that's with everything. And some people are are much better at it than others and and like when a, if a troll comes in some people get really can get really flustered yeah and and some people just ban me i i i lean more on the side of like ban immediately kind of thing yeah, yeah. they're really toxic but other people can use it as like a as a comedic thing you know and they they can they can go toe to toe with them and, and call them <laughs> out and, and yeah, totally. there's a there's a twitter clip you know um so i feel like technical difficulties can be the same way sometimes you can just you can roll with it and accept it and like i said make your own like on the spot or go through and kind of try to use it as a a teaching process just to kind of if people are interested because i I found that a lot of people are just interested because a lot of people are streamers themselves yeah i want to know but yeah that's that's super interesting so when you started streaming i guess as as you were an a watcher before you were a streamer did it? Did you find it hard to go back and spend time in other people's streams? Like, is it hard to spend more time on Twitch off stream? And at first, it was actually I wanted to spend more time. Like that was like I would spend all all time, all my free time was on <laughs> Twitch. Um, now it's harder because it's like I have other stuff that I I want to work on or do, mm-hmm. or like even just having the downtime off stream is really important as well totally but no i i found it i found it a lot easier because i wanted to be because it's like oh now i'm streaming I, I'm, I'm more i feel like i'm more connected you know it's like now I'm yeah hang out and everybody stream and see how they do this and and talk to these people and you know make make more friends and and it was just like a it, it, it almost got to unhealthy levels right I, like, <laughs> I just i want i just want to live on this platform yeah yeah, but now it's now it's I tried to limit that because otherwise I just won't get anything done. Yeah. So does does streaming and Twitch affect your personal life? I would I would say I would say yes. Um most most of the time though I feel like it's affected it positively, right? Like cuz I I've, I've made so many friends like yeah. you know, we we play video games together and that kind of thing. Um I think I think it can it can absolutely affect neg- negatively. If you're not careful, um, yeah. I mean, and I, because I've seen, I've seen so many people. The amount of generosity that I've seen from from people, um, and and like gift subs and and donations and stuff. Like sometimes, like I'll see things. I'm, I just, I just worry for that person. You know, like, mm-hmm. like, like you know, I hope that they have everything because I think there's a there's a big desire to be want to want to be connected and and if something's happening, like they want to participate. And I just, I feel like it's it's very easy to get in trouble financially or emotionally like with yeah. some of the the dedication that people the people put in absolutely yeah so on a on a different note i guess what kind of what kind of goals do you have 
as a streamer? Ooh, with with my job being being kind of as uh as shallow as it is now, like I I want to I do freelance video work as well, and so like ideally I would like to have a a place where I could I could have streaming and and freelance and like balance it out to where like that would is enough to kind of sustain. Yeah. Um, with streaming, I just I really just like growing the community is is a big deal, and and like trying to to reach more people and trying to to create stuff. I think content that that people that resonates with people. I I I feel like that's always kind of been a goal. Even even when I was younger, like when I started went to film school, I just I wanted to make stuff that that made people feel something, you know. Yeah. And I feel like streaming's no different. Like it's 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 just like making music or or movies or something. It's just you want to connect with people. Totally. That. And so like that's 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 the big thing. And of course, you know, growing to to be able to to reach more people has always been the goal there so yeah what is your what's your approach to growth Ooh, in what i guess in what in what way i i guess i guess this is kind of a complicated question i don't know like um are there any like are you really into growing like are you are you looking out for growth at all corners of the internet um and if so like where do you go and what do you do to do that or are you just more like a I'm going to stream when I want to stream. And if I grow, I grow. I would say it's like, it's a little bit of both. Um, Because there's a lot, I feel like, I feel like you can do everything perfectly if you want to. And it's just, if it, it's just, it might not just reach the people that you want to, or it just might not resonate with people. There's, there's a lot of stuff that you can't control. And the, the, the only thing you can focus on is just making what you feel is the best the best stuff that you can make and then just and so like i i feel like there's definitely more that i could do like again twitter is a big it's gonna be a big focus for me definitely in the upcoming year yeah and and trying trying to create stuff outside of stream youtube of course a lot of people have youtubes too but that's a i feel like that's a whole nother beast yeah another algorithm and, and and growth strategy to do there and i I just don't, I don't want to do that. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. It's, it's definitely something that I try to, but I haven't, I haven't like put all of my energy in and I worry because I I, I worry because like, even, even if you do put all the energy, I think there's a chance that like, it just might not, it just might not catch, you know? Yeah, totally. Do you ever, um, do you ever think of quitting? I I have thought about it before. I I don't like thinking about it because <laughs> uh, you know it, I definitely I definitely feel like I've been more emotional about stuff since streaming, right? Like sometimes mm-hmm. the highs are high, sometimes the lows are lower. Yeah. Um I worry I I I sometimes think about what, what would would I be better off without it, but like I also know I, I just I, I can't see myself without it at some in some capacity now, you know, like even if mm-hmm. I, I think about cutting back sometimes or like or even like like adding more. It's like because I, I used to stream five days a week and now I stream four days a week. Sometimes it's like, well, do I want to go back to five or do yeah. I want to go down to three? Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of there's always thought about changing things, but like 
quitting itself definitely not not something that I want to do or that I, that I think about too much these yeah. days. But good, good. Yeah. <laughs> um. Do you do you struggle to play video games offline? Yes and no. Um. I find myself hard, like more difficult to to play story stuff off stream mm. um, and just kind of, I, I've been playing a lot of multiplayer games. It's easy for me to play games with friends. Yeah. Yeah. It, it feels just, it feels natural. And I, I've been making time to do that um, lately, but like I've been, I've been sitting on God of war <laughs> um, for like two years now. And I think I've done like the first two hours, like two or three times and then like, <laughs> stop. It's so good. I know, I know, and I, it's it's definitely a game that I don't want to stream. Like this is like a game that I want to I, I want to sit on the couch and like have yeah. the stereo cranked and like all the lights off. Like, yeah, yeah. Be in in it, and it's been difficult for me to to get in that mindset. Especially, it's really hard for me to like right after stream just to go in and just play another game. No, totally. Like, yeah, I just I'm exhausted. I've just been playing a game for six hours. So it's like I don't really want to play another game for another six hours. Yeah, totally. Um, unless unless it's like with with friends, I guess. But like, yeah. So it, it's been it's been a struggle, and I'm I'm I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> That's funny. Well, we're we're rounding down here, so I'm okay. I'm going to ask you uh, the 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 final questions that I usually ask everyone. Um, what what keeps you motivated to continue to stream? Ooh, um. Definitely, definitely, the, definitely the people. Um, the, there's there's a big component of of the commute, the sense of community, um, the the friends that I've made. Like there's a there's a big drive there to make stuff for those folks. Um, and I think that that couples in with the creative drive. Like I just want to make stuff myself, and I feel like this is a a good platform to do it. Um, I feel like I feel like that that for me is like enough. Yeah. So I Yeah, that that's great. Yeah. Who who are some underrated streamers that you would encourage others to go go check out? Ooh. Well, I am Space Shark comes of course. to mind yeah. at the be- at right off the bat. Um you were her answer, so. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense. Um I have uh, uh, another another buddy is uh, MFC. That's me. I feel like uh, Joe is. Uh, he's been playing through Dark Souls too. I think he is is absolutely underrated and a big a good friend and and a very very entertaining guy. Um, and those I, those those two, I always I always think about. So I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with those guys. That's awesome. If you if you if you could have like three pieces of advice to people looking to start streaming, what 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 would they be? Oh man, three. I mean, not necessarily three. That that's oh. that's a rough number. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I I would I would honestly I would like to ask questions to the, to the people because I want to know I want to know why people other people want to start streaming. You know? Yeah. Because I feel like a lot of a lot of people stream for the same reason I do. Like they want to they just want to connect with people, but. I also worry, I worry that a lot of people I see, especially the people that are very whiny and complain a lot about on Twitter, is that they, 
they just think that they go live and then they, they either get really successful and they make money. A lot of people, you know, they see the big guys and like, oh man, I could just play video games all day and make these thousands of dollars. That would be great. And I'm sure it would be, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. I want, I want people, it's the same people that come into to chat to just drop, drop the self-promotion links, right? They just want people. They don't want to yeah. do the work. Yeah. And I, I, I just, I, I feel like, I don't know. So I want people to know that like have fun first yeah like do this do this because you want to not because you want to get somewhere i feel yeah um, that's a good answer yeah i don't man i don't know what else though i don't know what else. <laughs> no that's okay <laughs> um and and final question this one's this one's the most important how many five-year-olds do you think you could fight before they overpower you oh man i don't I don't even know. Like, I feel like just more than two is, is too many. <laughs> um, like, okay, let's, let's go with four, one for each limb. Right. Yeah. But then the, the fifth one, I don't know where that one's going. And I don't think I can, I could, I could, I don't <laughs> think I could, I could handle it. The average weight of a five-year-old is about 40 pounds. Oh dear. Yeah. That's actually substantial. Yeah. They're not, they're not too small. I, w- what is it? What have other people said? I don't um, want to fight off any five-year-olds. <laughs> it's it's usually right around like the 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 three to five yeah. area, okay. which I feel is reasonable. Yeah, so we could split the difference and say four. Then, yeah, right in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> well, um, and then and then finally, uh, what? Where can people find you? Um, I am on twitch.tv slash Jimbo J I M B zero. Um, and then Jimbo Alert on Twitter, uh, again with the zero instead of an O. Awesome. Thank you so much for doing this. You're a wonderful streamer. Everyone should go check you out. I, I appreciate you doing this. Thank you so much for having me. This was a fun. This was, this was a blast. Yeah.